Hey, what is up, everyone? My name is John Tunger, and you're listening to 4-Minute Finance. On today's episode, we are talking about how the pet industry has been absolutely taking off during COVID. And the good news is that there's some timely opportunities that we can take advantage of to ride this pandemic wave with our investment portfolios. And quick announcement before we get started, I won't be posting any new episodes next week, taking a break for the holidays like most of you, but you can expect me back the week after Christmas. And as usual, thanks for joining me on this ride while I start this business where I take current business news and use it to discuss financial principles and how they affect our wallets. I've got some really fun things coming in the new year, YouTube videos, giving more financial lessons, more written resources for those of you still just diving into more 101 level concepts. I'm really excited for the next year of 4-Minute Finance. And so during the holidays, Christmas, while you're hanging out with family, remember if you are talking about business and investing, please would love if you could share the podcast. And if you do, would love to get you a 4-Minute Finance hat. But let's talk about pets and how they have been our emotional support animals during COVID-19. Let's get started. A couple months ago, my wife and I talked about the possibility of getting a dog. With COVID, we both work from home 100% of the time. We don't have kids, and so it's sort of a now or never scenario where we'll actually have a ton of time to be able to take care of a dog all day, make sure it's really well trained. We started looking up reputable breeders, but realized that we were not alone in our feelings of wanting to get a dog because it was a minimum two month wait time with any breeder that we looked up. 2020 has caused a lot of people to want to get dogs, and obviously companies in the pet industry have really felt this rocket ship firsthand. For example, Chewy, think of them sort of like the Amazon of pet food, toys, everything pets, is up nearly 150% since they IPO'd in 2019. They've been blowing their revenue projections out of the water. And just recently, Petco announced that they are taking another swing at being a public company. They've Already been one twice and almost a third time and then they got bought by a private company. But here we go. Time to take them public once again because even a big company like Petco that has way too many physical locations is feeling the big burst of business that comes with the COVID pet pandemic. Now, Petco hasn't given a date of when they're going to go public. It's supposed to be sometime soon. My general gut is to stay away from a big company that's been around for a really long time, typically an incumbent, is slow to move to e-commerce, has a lot of physical locations. Yes, there's a nice trend going on, but I'm going to stay away from that for now. Chewy could be a good option, but they're already trading at really high valuations. And both those companies, they're really trying to sell a whole bunch of pet products all through their physical and online stores, which the big critique on them is that really they are competing with even Amazon. Why would you go to them when you could just go to Amazon? And so there definitely is a big layer of risk there when there's not too much differentiation. So may I propose to you a third option? It was just announced that through a SPAC merger, the company Bark, aka the creators of BarkBox, and they have a bunch of other pet brands under them, are going public. If you don't know what Bark or BarkBox is, they're focused on being a dog-focused niche D2C brand. 
Okay, I know, lots of buzzwords there, so let's break it down. They're saying, I don't wanna be Petco or Chewy where we're focusing on all these different animals. We want to obsess over dog lovers, make the best products for dogs and their owners. That is niche, very focused compared to the competition. And when it comes to them being a D2C brand, they're mainly focused on being a digital first company that delivers their products directly to their customers. They take care of it through their own channels, which means more margin, more money for them. Now, they do have some products in physical locations, but right now they are really focusing on selling on all these different online channels, whether that be Amazon, on their own website, all focused on digital. They're still a high growth company, and so not yet profitable, but they had about $369 million in revenue, and their valuation when going public is gonna be right around $2 billion. And so in this market where companies are being valued really high, and focusing on growth is okay, I really like their chances to grow their business. And that's because 87% of their current revenue is coming from their subscription business. So monthly recurring revenue, people who just buy their different subscription products and it's delivered to their door every month, that's 87% of their revenue. That's a very solid and safe base to work with. And what Bark has been doing is they're expanding into new product lines. So they have all this information on their subscription customers. And now with those base products, they can go and they can start selling them other products. So for example, they are getting into the dog dental hygiene space and giving treats that specifically helps dogs teeth. And so they can sell those products to their already existing base of customers. That's just one example of their plans to further expand their product line and increase that revenue potential. They also said that they're going to use the money that they fundraised from going public to not just expand new products, but also expand internationally. And here's the thing, their leadership team is really, really great. Their CEO was literally a director at Amazon Global and general manager for global expansion at eBay before that. Like this guy was literally built to take D2C direct to consumer brands and help them expand internationally. Overall, I love that the pet industry is expanding like crazy and I think Bark is positioned to really succeed when they go public. We don't know that date yet because they obsessively focus on the dog customer and I think niche businesses are really going to win here. They have a solid plan to grow their customer base and continue to make more and more money, increase that lifetime value for their customer base. And gosh, the pet industry as a whole is so great, especially when you're targeting a more premium customer who spends more money on their pets like Bark, because let's be honest, pet owners, I'm about to be a dog owner. I have two cats already. Don't worry, I'm not a, I'm not a freak. Come on, don't judge me. But we will spend anything on our pets. Like irrationally, we want to buy these amazing toys for our pets even though we know that they'd rather play with a cardboard box instead. All those factors combined for me to say, unless they're given some insane valuation above that 2 billion mark, I like Bark when they go public sometime in the next couple weeks. And one final note before I take off, People, it is not lost on me that these episodes are creeping up above that four-minute level. As part of the things that I'm excited about for the future four-minute finance, one of those things is me prioritizing to get back to the more precise four-minute episode format. So until next time, after Christmas, TTYL.